Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. We're preserving the culture and traditions of the fire service is our priority. For more information, visit www.pintheq.com and subscribe to Pin the Q Productions on YouTube. It's our honor to showcase the best of the bravest. Wildwood Fire Department, and not only does Wildwood Fire Department do your basic, you know, bread and butter fires, but you're also doing something a little different too, which yeah. is rescue. Yep. All right. USAR, Rust, right? Yep, Regional Urban Search and Rescue Team. Yeah. So, brother, tell everybody who you are. Uh, my name is Jake Spiegel. Um, been I've been in the Wildwoods in the Wildwoods for uh, about seven years now. I started part time in 2013, and I got hired full time in uh, July 1st of 2019. So I'm working on my third year full-time and nice. love every day of it. Isn't it awesome, bro? Yeah, it's the best there, job in the world. Dude, there's something special about Wildwood. I mean, since we've been here this morning, everyone I keep talking to, they all say the same thing. Family, yeah. family, family, family. Yep. I mean, yep. even with the chief down. Oh, yeah. See, it starts at the top. It, it really does. That. I mean, it seems like uh, there's a, something working here for sure. There's a good oh, yeah. vibe. Absolutely. Um, and, of course, when we broke bread, everyone had a good time oh, yeah. doing that, too. We love so. to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who doesn't? We enjoy that, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Bro, t- talk to me a little bit about um, what goes on here as far as, you know, the USAR and yep. the specialties that this fire department is, is yep. really taking on. Yeah, so uh, we, we have the, it used to be the resort team uh, back in 2009, 2010, the team was formed at uh, the county level, Cape May County. Um, it it kind of fell apart with some of the, the leadership and, you know, different, different opinions and all that. Um, in 2015, the team kind of was reorganized and it was split up between the Ocean City Fire Department, which handles the northern northern end of the county, and we're the southern end. So um, any any special ops we handle from swift water, uh, high angle rescue, confined space, trench rescue. Um, this, this truck that sits here is is just over a year old. Um, it's, it's actually the county's truck that obviously we house it here. It's some of our equipment on it and some of the county's equipment. Um, and uh, we, we, we handle everything with it. So we, we go all over. Uh, just two weeks ago, we're out in Lower Township at a two-alarm fire over there. Um, so we, we, we do it all and we, we try to do the best we can. Talk a little bit about, you know, to our viewers about yeah. how much really goes into this because it's not just when you're on your tour, you're dealing with right. this. I mean, this is, goes way beyond your tour. Yep. So the, uh, it's probably about half the departments on the, we call it Rust, the Regional Urban Search and Rescue Team. About half the departments on it, um, it's an all-volunteer team. Okay. So, you know, if you happen to be working the day you have rush training, you know, hey, you're fortunate that, hey, you're, you're covered, you're on the clock, but there's 90% of the time, it's it's your time. You're so taking, huge yeah, yep, you're, you know, you're taking time away from your family or, or things that you already have plans for and, and going up the road to, to train or going to structural collapse training and, you know, we all do it because we want to be here. Absolutely. Better and everybody. You said it, you said it right there. I mean, you're, yeah. you guys do this because this is something you yeah. want to do. Absolutely. Is this something you, you tell guys or girls looking to become part of this unit? Do you tell them right up front, like, hey, there's a big commitment here. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's not for the money. Right. And that's, that's what it is. Um, we do it again because we want to do it. We like doing it. And you know, there's times we, we pull the ropes out and nobody knows anything about ropes. We could train on ropes for three, four hours. And right. at the end, guys are like, wow, we never knew that. And that's how I started. I didn't know anything about ropes. And you, you pick it up, you, you play with it, you, you know, you just 
learn it yourself, you watch videos, and it, it all comes too. And, and, and not, not to mention, I mean, what, what this does for the, for the county, but absolutely. what it does for Wildwood. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the resource that you brought into the city, right. you know, just to handle your community, which yep. there's a lot going on in this community. Oh, yeah, you know, you have a lot of, yeah. a lot of infrastructure here. We, we live at everything, the boardwalk, we have roller coasters, the Ferris wheel, we right. have incidents all over the beach, the back bays, boats, you name it. We, we have a little bit of all high rises. This, this whole island, there's a lot that oh, goes yeah. on in these five miles. It's pretty diverse. I mean, there's yeah. a lot, a lot oh, going yeah. on here. Big time. Tell, tell me what it's like for you to be a firefighter here in Wildwood. Uh, so it's it, it's definitely, I, I've always wanted to be a career firefighter since, since I was little. Uh, my dad was a fire chief growing up. Um, I kind of came up growing. I grew up in the firehouse, always there as a volunteer. Right. Uh, 2009, I became a volunteer and Went to EMT school in 2013, and you know that's a big thing with being a career fireman in New Jersey and pretty much anywhere now. Uh, you have to be an EMT. Um, so fire school to me was just like, hey, I'm going to go through it and I'll be a fireman. But taking that next step and going to EMT school and learning that side of things was uh, wasn't difficult, but it was you know it's, something it's everybody has to do. Yeah, it, it is. Um, a lot of people go into it thinking it's easy, yep. but it's not. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, but I started riding along here in uh, the, the summer of 2013, towards the end. I remember my first night working here, actually, uh, Chief Gerano was a captain at the time, and uh, I rode along with his shift, and I knew, I'm, I said, I can't leave this place. It's, yeah, it's awesome. It was awesome. You yeah, know, you the, the vibe everybody, hit, yeah, the vibe everybody gets around here, I yeah. mean, the busy nights, the busy days, it, it never ends, so it's it's a good time here. I love it. What do, you, what do you tell people in your family about when they ask you, hey, man, what's it like being a firefighter in, in Wildwood? What, is, yeah. what do you say? It, busy. A lot of yeah. sleepless nights, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, I, you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, to be honest with you. It's great. So would you say that there's some tradition here in this fire department? Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and again, the tradition starts long before I was here, um, long before a lot of the guys that are older in the department were here. Um, it's 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 deep. The tradition is here. There's a lot of passion here, and, and we hold who we are. Absolutely. Yeah. So, What would you say to someone watching this show right now that's, that's either thinking about becoming a firefighter or maybe is in their, their early stages going to the fire yep. academy? What advice would you give them? Just stay humble, don't stop training, and YouTube is, is probably the, the biggest thing to learn, watch videos, um, and uh, you know, unfortunately there's, everything's videoed, we're always on camera. Oh yeah. You learn from everybody's mistakes, but the biggest thing is to stay humble and don't forget where you came from. Word, the words are wise, you know, and you, you hear from firefighters that are already doing this, uh, they're already involved in this, so pay attention to these words and and you'll be here someday maybe Absolutely. standing in front of a, a big, big rescue toolbox like this <laughs> <laughs> all right more coming at you here at wildwood fire department Aaron, been with the Wildwood City Fire Department since 2015. Been in the fire service since 2000. Uh, began my career here. Uh, transferred from the County Sheriff's Department. Was fortunate enough to hit the lottery and uh, 
you know, was saved by the uh, by the fire gods, uh, Cape May County, and I was able to be fortunate enough to land here in the city of Wildwood, where uh, you know we stay pretty busy all year round. Uh, I'm very proud to work here. Um, you know, specifically this department. Uh, you know, I've been a part of other agencies in Cape May County. This department tenfold does more for its community, more for its schools, more for its people than, than any other agency that I've been involved in in Cape May County. Um, specifically, the the attention to detail that we spend uh, with the with the school systems at every level, from kindergarten all the way to the high school, is like nothing that any other uh, community in this county uh, puts into it. And uh, I'm very proud to be a part of that. And uh, I think it's something special that we do here that, that nobody else does. So being a part of this department, um, you know, as, as, as people have seen in past videos or people who have visited our station, um, pride and ownership, it, you know, there's attention to detail to everything that we do. Every, every time anybody ever comes in here, people are in uniform. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in presentation. Um, people who look squared away typically are squared away. When you walk into the station, you go into our engine bay, it's clean, you know, things are organized, they're orderly, and, uh, you know, it says a lot about who we are and what we stand for, for the, not only for the department, but for the, for the profession as a whole and, and what we represent for our community. So, like most, most careers, most professions, you know, everybody has to typically be in on time. And uh, one of the things that I've noticed since I've been here, that's like nothing other than, um, you know, attention to detail, like I said before, is that guys have a love for the job, a love for the passion, and a love for this place like no other place that I've been. And what I mean by that is, you know, shift changes at 8 a.m. and guys are here 7.15, 7 o'clock, and they're already taking gear off and putting gear on, doing the rig checks, uh, you know, technically when they don't have to be here until, you know, 10 off. And uh, it just goes to show you know, it just further validates that pride and ownership within the department and, you know, the attention to detail that guys spend here. Uh, all day long, guys are cleaning the, cleaning the apparatus, checking tools. Um, you know, it's important that you come to a place or you land at a place, I should say, that you, you know, have the same outlook as your fellow coworkers. And, you know, I'm lucky enough to be here that uh, everybody likes being a fireman. Hey man, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell everybody your name. Uh, Jeremy Ems. Jeremy, how long have you been here? Uh, I started part-time in April of 2017. So, um, a little over four years now. So in your four-year time, tell me a little bit about the, your experience here. Uh, my experience, I just primarily do EMS, uh, a little bit of fire. Um, I have a full-time job, so I kind of just work whenever I'm called. Not assigned to any platoon, uh, just on call basis and ride the ambulance. So, on the ambulance, we carry um, an SCBA and a spare cylinder. Um, we have gear on the ambulance before the guys who ride the ambulance. He knows where he's going. Uh, we get a fire call, we can be one of the first ones there, get the size up, take the hydrant, wait for the engine or the squad to pull up, um, take the wrap. Uh, vice versa, if we're coming back from the hospital and there's an incident in town, we can have a stop at the station, we can respond directly to wherever the scene is, 
um, and uh, get further orders from the OIC. How's it going? My name is uh, Jackson Longbacker, and I'm a part-time on the I'm originally from uh, Limbo, New Jersey. We're a small suburban town right outside of the city. Uh, I joined there as a volunteer in 2019, and uh, eventually I got an application down here and joined the volunteer duty crew down here and uh, definitely a, a lot greater experience. You run a lot more calls and get a lot more experience due to the high call volume with the summer people here.
Hey, brother. Want to say a brother your name? Uh, Matt Johnson. Matt, thanks for coming on to the show, bro. I appreciate it. No worries. So, we're in the the rescue. Yes. Which we call the toolbox. The big toolbox. The big yeah. toolbox. Why is this rescue meaningful to you? It's something I've always enjoyed. Was the rescue company side of the fire department. Um, fire fighting fires is awesome. At, you know, at the end of the day, that's our bread and butter. But uh, right. being able to do the technical rescue side, right. in my opinion, makes you think a lot more. It's not just you know stretching a line to see the fire extinguishing right. and stuff like that. <clears throat> you really got to think when you don't see a technical rescue. So it challenges you a little bit more. I've always enjoyed that aspect of the job. This truck itself, you know, we 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 upgraded quite a bit. We used to have a 1988 rescue. It was a second hand from Mount Laurel Fire Department. Um, so being able to get the county support to go ahead and continue to fund our team, uh, the right. county USAR team that this truck falls under, and actually spec out and build a truck like this uh, was awesome. Being on a committee and you know seeing it from start to finish. Right, right. So this truck definitely has a lot of meaning to us. Now you. You're from here. Yes, born and raised in Wildwood. Right. So this is this is family, man. This is uh, yeah. home to yep. you. Talk to me a little bit about what it means to you on a personal level to be involved in something this big for this department, you know, specialty unit, big rescue. I mean, and it's not just a it's a big rescue. I mean, there's a lot of equipment on this truck. There's a lot of training that goes into this truck, a lot of man hours that goes into this truck. Talk to me about that for you personally. So being uh, one of the uh, original members of the team, we started the training and the team concept back in 2010. Um, and uh, the late Andy Boyd, who was a lieutenant in Cape May City Fire Department, actually really started the team going. Right. Um, helping to be able to continue that legacy on it, continue this team and get it to where it is today has been you know, a goal of mine for a long time. Um, seeing this truck come to Wildwood um, and seeing that Wildwood has the potential to, you know, to staff this, get it out the door, do the technical rescue that goes along with this truck, right. um, does mean a lot to me just because, uh, you know, born and raised in Wildwood, seeing the truck come here, having you know i would never in a million years thought we'd have a, a million dollar walk-in rescue truck sitting in our firehouse right but uh right it, it took a matter of two years next thing you know we got the funding right. we got the truck manufacturer lined up and we went right to work getting it built so and, and those are those humble beginnings you talk about like a truck from 1988 yeah. when you come to this it was hurting it was yeah. it was beat up what do you think it does to the, the members here as far as you know your staff i mean you're, you're you know your captain talk to me about what you think this truck um this type of specialty yeah, does for this department for your department it definitely makes guys strive to be a lot, you know, well-versed in, you know, the job itself. They're not just firefighters, they're not just EMTs. Um, having all these tools on here from, you know, the paratech struts to um, the specialty breakers and breachers and um, search cams and all that stuff, the guy's got to load a lot more than just, you know, where the hose is and where the hand tools are. So it makes them strive to be a lot better fireman. And, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate, like, um, a lot of the guys in the department always say that this truck is the B-shift truck, and right. it definitely is. I'm, I, all the guys I've had underneath, underneath right. me on B-shift right. have taken to this truck, and they really you know, they work very hard to keep it in tip-top shape. They clean it once a week. They check the equipment you know, on and off duty. They come back. They do things with the truck. They train on the truck. So it's cool to have that B-shift backing up behind this truck. One of the things I noticed about this department, and specifically with this unit, um, is that you're not begging guys to come back to the house and do things on their own. No. I mean, th this is uh, this is a culture that's bred within this department and um, second to none. Yeah. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. So yeah, like th especially the, <clears throat> the county USAR side, the Rust team, right. uh, it's 100% volunteer. We basically, once we got the team concept started again and divided the equipment, got some equipment in Wildwood, even before the truck was even here, right. we put out a, a feeler and said, guys, you want to get a part of this? You want to go do some cool training? You want to be part of this team? And we started getting emails and requests left and right. 
um, knowing it's all volunteer and they're going to go out and they're going to do stuff. And, you know, right. recently the team went up and worked in North Jersey. They went Absolutely, to Gloucester. Yeah, yeah. All that was free. We, the taxpayers aren't paying for nothing. Um, and the guys thoroughly enjoy it. So seeing that uh, finally come about now with the teams getting utilized and going out on calls and the guys are doing it for free says a lot about the guys we have here. And it's rewarding. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's got to be rewarding. Yeah. And yeah. the guys, you know, especially the last deployment up north where they all went to work in the Swiftwaters right. <clears throat> up in North Jersey. Um, it was our first big swift water deployment. We deal with flooding a while all the time. Right. But going out to help somebody else now, um, the guys came back smiling, had a great time. You know, obviously they were working in a disaster area. Right. But it was cool to get them to see that the training they've been working so hard for actually paid off. Yeah, I mean that that builds tremendous camaraderie. Yep. Tremendous morale for, you know, a unit oh, yeah. that you guys are working on, you know. Cap, being from the city and growing up here, um, What's it like for you to be a captain now, man? Talk to me a little bit about that for you. I mean, it's a big deal. It's all. It was awesome. It, yeah. it really is. Like, you know, I'm a third generation firefighter. My grandfather was a firefighter in the city of Wildwood. My awesome. dad was the uh, the first career chief in the department. So I had some big shoes to step into right. when I got the job. Um, and I promoted kind of early, uh, only three or four years on the job when I got promoted to captain. So I'm one of the younger guys, you know, officers in the department. So uh, you have a lot to prove. Um, Absolutely. But to me, it's just, I love it. I, I yeah. couldn't think of anything else I'd want to do, and especially being a captain and you know right. having the guys that I have to work underneath to me. You know, not just the department, my platoon itself. Right. Um, you know how they, you know, work together and seeing how we operate on and off the job. Right, right. Knowing that I, you know, I have their lives in my hands. I want to get them home to their families, um, <clears throat> but they trust me, and that's you know it's a good Huge. feeling. Good feeling. First of all, you can't can't price on that. No. Yeah, and, and that doesn't come overnight. No. That builds that trust goes both ways. You know? Yeah. Um, they can certainly respect your title, but to respect you, exactly. you have to build that. Yep. You, know? you get a new firefighter in the department, right? And uh, Chief will say he's going to UCAP. What, do you, what are your expectations of that, that member? That's a good question. Um, I just want them to come in, be upfront, be honest, give an all-out effort. I don't expect them to know everything. Right. I don't know everything. I, I, you know, I, I learn something new every day. Absolutely. Um, but just be upfront and be honest. Just. Don't give me, don't beat around the bush and say, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And 10 minutes later, realize you have no clue. Yeah. Just be upfront, be honest, <clears throat> and uh, be yourself. That's the biggest thing, too. We Absolutely. spend a lot of time together. We don't want someone that's fake. We want you to just be yourself, have fun, enjoy the job like we do. And that's all I can ask for. One of the questions I ask guys, especially seeing guys on, you know, guys are right. What, what's that kitchen table mean to you? Everything. All the problems we have are dealt with at that kitchen table. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we always start our shifts in the morning, a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. We go over the day's you know routine, what we're gonna do, you know, discuss what happened on the past tours, and uh, plan the day out. But then it's also the problem table. You know, you got something going on at home. You can right. sit there and talk about it with the guys, vent, get it off your chest. You know, yell and scream it one minute, and then two minutes later, you're you're laughing again. So. Absolutely, yeah. I, I I love that question because you know it was once posed to me. I'm like, man, how do you even put into words what that kitchen table means? You yeah. know. You know, and some guys are like, yeah, we don't have a kitchen table. We have the workbench. You yeah, know, we walk around and work. Yeah, exactly. Wherever it is, there's always a spot in the fire. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you're uh, you're going to be a father. I am. Expect my so, first child in uh, November. That's exciting, man. Yeah. Whole new world. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. The cool thing is, you know, again, we have the family here, so all right, these right. guys, you know, have kids, and right. they're they're already giving me pointers what to do, what not to do, and. Yeah, there's no playbook, bro. You'll see. It's no, no, like... I, I laugh. Me and my wife joke about it all the time. Like, yeah. you know, is there is there a book to watch, or movie to watch, or book right. to read? I wish there was. Yeah, there isn't. So we just gotta figure it out. Absolutely, but bro. That's what we do in fire service with problem solvers. Absolutely. 
so we're actually this is Wildwood Weekend. Yep. You know, so um, you know, we walk around and we get to see a lot of these brothers from all over. You know, from the state, out of the state, um, and everybody's looking at Wildwood Fire Department this weekend, and yep. that, that's that's pretty cool. It is. You know, talk to me a little bit about what it's like um, for the city and to be part of that. Yeah. So, I mean, not just this weekend alone, we have a lot of events that come to our city. Um, this one's kind of unique because we're firefighters and, you know, all these firefighters from out of state, right. uh, out of county come here and they spend the weekend here. Um, it's great for the city and run for tourism. Brings in a lot of people to our area, especially in this, you know, the off season we're starting to get into now. You know, summer's starting to wind down, school's right. back open, so it brings people to the city, which is awesome. Um, but it's kind of cool to us. It's a little humbling too when guys come in and, you know, we, we've done it. I do it all the time. I go on vacation. I stop in a firehouse. Oh yeah, check absolutely. things out. I buy a t-shirt, whatever. Yep. It's cool. The guys come here and do the same thing. I want to check our trucks out and talk right. to us about our job. So to me, I'm, I'm humbled by that experience. I that think it's awesome. Cap, uh, last question I'll ask you is, what does training mean to you? Training's everything. Um, you you got to stay up to date on what's going on. Right. Uh, things change constantly. Um, it doesn't have to be this long, drawn out eight-hour program where you spend you know all this time doing lectures and then right. doing the hands-on it you know you can spend 10 minutes in the morning talking about something and it's training but you've got to constantly keep training you need to stay up on things um and it's how you learn you know and it doesn't have to be the captain or senior guy right. i learn a lot from my young guys you know they're coming in they you know they fresh out of college they got this nothing wrong with that because a lot of those guys are very intelligent you can learn a lot from them guys too so it's awesome I, I love that there's like that 360 evaluation going on all the time here yeah uh, and that, that really does speak volumes about the department. Yep. And, uh, bro, it was really good talking to you, and I appreciate you coming on the show. No, thank you. I appreciate it a lot. All right, man. Responded out with the uh, ambulance uh, 33 for a possible single episode. Um, we take the squad on all ALS calls to uh, assist the ambulance. Basically, got there, the guys in the ambulance checked the uh, patient's vitals. He felt a little faint, but nothing out of the uh, ordinary. He felt much better after you know he got some water in him and stuff. So the crew just checked him out real quick, made sure he's okay. Um, quick evaluation on the street. We're going to clear order of refusal. Hi, my name is Tyler Ely. I'm a part-time firefighter EMT with the Wildwood City Fire Department. Tell me what it's like to be a, a firefighter here with this department part-time. It's one of the most amazing experiences I've ever experienced so far in my life. Um, I got this opportunity uh, about four or five months ago, and I love every single second being here. It's uh, one of the good things I like to wake up to and you know realize that I'm working here, come down here with the guys and have a great experience. What do you tell your family and friends about this place? Um, I tell them that I am and one of the best jobs that I can ever have in my life. You know, even though I'm part-time, not career yet, hopefully I can get career somewhere. You know, this is a great stepping stone for anyone that wants to be in the fire service. 
and you know I tell everyone about it back home. You know that I'm I'm a volunteer back home where I am, and I tell them you know, I'm able to have this opportunity to be a part-time firefighter EMT here. And uh, you know I tell them if you want to be a career guide, come down here because they'll teach you right. A lot of times in the fire service, we talk about pride and ownership. Yeah. What does pride and ownership mean to you? It's the backbone that you know any good firefighter EMT you know that wants to be in this job uh, should have. Know, coming in here, you know, taking your time, especially as a new guy here, taking my time, and not only the guys here, but the equipment here, washing it, cleaning it, making sure everything is, uh, you know, in the right place at the right time. You know, so I, you know, take a lot of pride being here, take a lot of pride wearing this shirt with this patch on it, and being a part of this great organization. Hey, brother, welcome to the show. Good morning. Tell me who you are. Uh, Jared Vessel, senior firefighter on D platoon here at City of Wildland Fire Department. Well, talk to me a little bit about uh, what it means to you to be a senior man in the house. Well, it means a lot more than I thought when I got on the job. It was kind of like, okay, these guys are, you, you did have to listen to them and look out for them. Sometimes you thought they were a little bit rough on you and everything else. But now, filling that role, I understand the, the responsibilities that come with it because, you know, you're, you're on the shorter end of the stick now, a short timer, and you need to leave this place in a better spot than when you found it. I love that you said that. You know, we say that a lot in the fire service, leave it better than found it. Um, what a great message that is to people watching the show, especially newer firefighters coming in, how important that is. Oh, it's it's incredibly important. And the, the old saying of, you know, when you think you're done with school, you're you're actually done with this career, or even as a volunteer, it, it, it holds a lot of weight. That's very true with guys that come into the service, come in, open eyes, open ears, mouth shut, and it does wonders for you. Talk to me about what it means to you to see new firefighters come into the house and what you feel your responsibility is as senior man. When I see new guys come in, uh, it's actually like a breath of fresh air because as we all know, and, and you look at today's youth out there, a lot of them seem disinterested or just not really in tune with wanting to be a public servant because public service is, it's so rewarding, but a lot of people, they don't get it. And now seeing young guys come in, it, it is like a breath of fresh air. Like we got some guys here, even a volunteer duty crew, and it, it's great to see it. But it's also, you know, because of technology and everything else, they're, they're a lot different than what we are. And you can't solve problems on a fire ground with your iPhone. Great point. Another question about being a senior man is, why is it that community is so important here in Wildwood? It, it's a great buy-in. I mean, we, most of us still live in town here. We, uh, our kids, our families, everything is part of the town. And it, it's really, the identity of the Wildwood Fire Department is the city of Wildwood itself. And it, it means so much. The community welcomes us with open arms. Everything we do, we're involved in coaching, little league, you know, uh, football, everything that this community has to offer, we also have part in it, like buy-in, and it makes it, that type of place and and you've spoken to a lot of people that that are here and everybody says kind of kind of the same thing this place is unique in a sense that we are we don't just work for the community we're part of the community i'll tell you that my time here um, has been so rewarding in the fact that just we said community is such a big deal here. Uh, a lot of people can say that but you guys put money in your mouth is yeah we we live it and it it's again very rewarding it it has its moments where, you know, if you're responding to uh, a bad scene and it winds up being somebody that you know personally, 
it touches you, but at the same time, you think of, you know that family. Who would they rather have, a stranger or somebody that they've known for 15, 20 years or your kids are growing up together to comfort them, them in their time of need or, or be there at their worst moment? Brother, talk to me about family in the fire service. What does it mean to you? Family in the fire service goes a long way and they go hand in hand because you, you can't be successful here without the support of your family. And the families here, we, we all try to work together, play together, do everything together. And, and again, that's where that sense of community comes in at. But without the backing of your family, I, I can't see how you're actually going to be that successful here because it, it is a lifestyle. It's not just... 10s and 14s. Absolutely. Talk about your humble beginnings, like how this all kind of started for you and now being a senior man. What's that like? I, I started out as I had no interest in this, no interest in public service. I had a good job. A friend of mine said, hey, they're taking the test. I said, you know, okay, I'll take the test. And from that point forward, initially when I walked in the door, I really didn't know what to expect. And from that point to where I am now, is the differences are, are amazing. And again, walking through the door, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and saying, wow, this is crazy, to now having a full grasp of everything that was actually going on and why I needed to do things and why there's a, a purpose and a reason and how we do things, you, you get that understanding. And, and initially, you know, so growing into the senior role, I take it very seriously because this is how, I know who I was when I came in and I was so ignorant I didn't know what questions even ask as far as you don't know something, you ask. I don't even know what to ask. And now I'm in that position where I see the same thing with 18 year old kids that are, you know, we have, yesterday we had a high school intern here. And again, he's looking around like bright lights, big city, this is awesome. But at the same time, I know that his skill set is nothing, you know, or lacking, we'll, we'll put it that way. So it's a, a great deal of pride I take in, in my position as senior firefighter on our ship. So you feel that uh, being a senior man has one of your responsibilities also mentor? Oh, 110%, 110%, especially like uh, in today's world where people grow up different than we did. We grew up with two parents in a home, stuff like that. There's a lot of young kids that are out there and, and they come in here and they're doing the, the younger guys, even part-time guys, and they, they are looking at me. I'm a little older. I turned 50 this week, you know, which... Um, <laughs> yeah, so like that. But a lot of these guys, I look at them like they're my own kids. Like I'm giving them not only advice in the fire service, but also life advice and, and kind of coaching them and say, hey, you, you know, you go down this road, you're going to wind up here and you don't want to be there. Well, this is such a good point because it's, you're right. It's, it's life lessons too. And they're gaining that, especially young guys here. Oh, absolutely. And, it, and again, with the digital age of media and everything else, it's it's one of them things that you you wind up here, there's, there is no comeback from it. With the advent of social media, you can get bad information quickly. And oh. you can listen to the wrong people and get the wrong advice and, and the wrong mentoring. Uh, so I like the fact that you talk about mentoring and, and that being part of your responsibility. Uh, absolutely. And, and even with, you know, just everything in general because it's a different era everything is different you you see it we see it the casualness of of everybody and then when you say no we're we're not casual this is it's go time it's go time the the nonsense stops and you're professional whether you're a volunteer or not you're a professional you're representing 
the fire service, you're representing your city, you're representing your department. It's time to to button up and, and be professional. Through your career, if I were to ask you, what was your most rewarding aspect of your career? Who would that answer be? It's a tough question. And I mean it because it, it's very hard to single out one thing. I, I actually think that the most rewarding part of the career is give back. It's not, it's not so much what I've gotten or give back in a sense of not what I've given to the community, but what the, the community has given to me in a sense of being part of something bigger than myself. The difference here is, is we're, it's probably not unique to a lot of places, but we're a small city with big city problems. And we're, we're here, we're a single engine company, but we're high angle rescue, we're water rescue, we're confined space. We are everything. We wear 14 hats when we come to work today. And we're on point for all 14 of them. We have everything under the sun here with a 24-man department, whereas other places have specialty units. You, you need high-angle rescue, you're getting a specialty unit. You need high-angle rescue, you're calling 911 and we're coming. And that is, that's one of the unique aspects and it's, at times it's difficult because of the training and, and the level of, of uh, competency that you're supposed to be at on all these facets of things, at, at times it is difficult. Other times, again, it's, it's some of the most rewarding thing out there that you can handle the green alley that's coming down the street, we got you. If, if I were to ask you a question and say, hey, brother, what is it about the fire service? If you make one statement about the fire service in closing, what would it be? Statement about the fire service, it's the greatest job in the world, number one, but the uniqueness and the ability to help people. That's, that's the biggest thing. As much as, yes, busting down doors, putting out fires, all that stuff is, it's great, it's macho, we laugh about it, we joke about it, we cry about it, but the ability to help people in a time of need is is a, the biggest or greatest part of the fire service. I've, and this is just my personal reflection on it, I, I think is the ability just to help people. listening to another episode of pin the q podcast brought to you by pin the q productions visit us at www.pintheq.com